Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely amazing day today. Um, interesting affairs last night with this entire ridiculous rigged election. I'm sure a lot of people watched some of it. I stayed up fairly late watching it, trying to get an idea of what was going on as it got so bizarre by midnight. Um, we're actively watching, you know, the leftist communists try to rig a constitutional republic election, which is very strange to me. I'm sure you guys saw a lot of what was going on. Um, at one point, it was crazy. Basically, Trump was winning North Carolina, Michigan, Pennsylvania. I mean, it, it, was, it was interesting. I mean, like, all these votes are, you know, 70, 80, 90 percent in in most of these states. He's winning all of them. And all of a sudden they go, we're done count ballots for the day. You know, the polls have been closed for like three, four hours. We're tired. We're not going to count ballots anymore. We're just going to kind of go home. And we'll figure this out tomorrow. And it was like, <laughs> all right, I've never, never watched that before. But from what it appears to me is they really are trying to do a full-blown coup on this election and try to cheat their way and to make sure Biden gets in. So I guess he can be their little communist puppet. So... We'll see what happens. It is what it is. We're, uh, we're still Americans, we're still Christians, and we're still free for the time being, and we have to continue to keep it that way. What do you think about it, Dad? Uh, well, to be honest with you, Austin, I went to bed at 10 o'clock. Uh, I never turned it. I've got an antenna. I have no cable, but I could have watched the election. Uh, I didn't turn it on once. Uh, Gene was sending me a few updates here and there, and I listened to him, and I actually text, you know, election results, and on my phone and I read a couple articles on it and that was it and I never even stayed up for it I just went to bed why why would I do that why would I go to bed it's simple because the outcome of this election has already been predetermined and they're proving that right now it doesn't matter who I endorsed or who Austin endorsed or who I voted for who Austin voted for who you guys even voted for they're trying to get maximum conflict I told you there wasn't going to be a result by the show this morning, told you that yesterday, that it's going to be contested. This is just, this is going to remind me of the Gore Bush election when they were hanging chads and all this stuff. Austin doesn't remember that when he was too young. It's like 20 years ago. And, you know, when we had hanging chads and counting chads, it ended up in the Supreme Court. And finally, you know, George Bush declares victory. I mean, it just, it just, they want to have this. Why? Okay. Here, I'm going to read this to you again. Ask why bankers would back Bolshevism. This is, let me let me rephrase that. Ask why the Kabbalists, the Luciferians, who have sent up the central banks to control the planet, would back Bolshevism, communism, a system supposedly against private ownership. Khan, Otto Khan, the guy who built the second largest home in the United States, only behind the Biltmore State, who helped set up the central bank in America in 1913 with the Rothschild boys Khan tugged on his enormous cigar and explained that the bankers create apparent opposites to remake the world according to their specifications quote you say that Marxism is the very antithesis of capitalism which is equally sacred to us it is precisely for this reason that they are direct opposites to one another they put into our hands the two poles of this planet and allow us to be its axis these two contraries like Bolshevism and ourselves find their place in the Comintern 
probably you know the central wherever they want it to be. These opposites meet again in the identity of their purpose and end in the remaking of the world from above by the control of riches and from below by revolution. So that's what they want in the United States. Our mission consists in promulgating the new law. This is his quote now, and in creating a God, that is to say, in purifying the idea of God and realizing it when the time shall come. Quote, we shall purify the idea of identifying it with the nation of Israel, which has become its own Messiah. The advent of it will be facilitated by the final triumph of Israel. Quote, our essential dynamism makes us, it makes us use the forces of destruction and the forces of creation, but uses the first to nourish the second. Our organization for revolution is evidenced by our destruction of Bolshevism, by, by, by destructive Bolshevism, and for the construction of the League of Nations, which is also our work. Bolshevism is the accelerator, communism is the accelerator of the, and the League, which of course failed and had to come back with the United Nations 20 years later, is the break on the mechanism of which we supply both the motive force and the guiding power. What is the end? These are still quotes. It is already determined by our mission. It is the formed of elements scattered throughout the whole world, but cast in the flame of our faith in ourselves. We are a league of nations which contains the elements of all others. Israel is the microcosm and the germ of the city of the future. Now remember, when he said this, Israel wasn't even formed yet. And then, and then, and then the, ne the next sentence says, this is not his quote, but Satanists redefine reality and morality, turning them upside down. They seek a worldwide political, economic, and cultural monopoly institutionalized in a world government. Now, you go here, and you, now you go to the Russian Revolution. I'm just going to take you to Wikipedia. The Russian Revolution was a period of political and social revolution across the territory of the Russian Empire. It took about 20 years, commencing with the abolition of the monarchy in 1917 and concluding in 1923 with the Bolshevik establishment of the Soviet Union at the end of the war. Now, this started much earlier than this. It started all the way back in the early 1900s, but it continued to progress. Now, this is what these people did because the Tsar Nicholas from about 1812 paid off the debt from the European countries in which they were trying to establish central banks like they had done with England and control the economies of these countries to control the power structure and the elected officials. Now, what ended up happening, a period of dual power ensued during which the provisional government in Russia held state power while the national network of Soviets led by the socialists had the allegiance of the lower classes. This is basically the Antifa. And increasingly, the left-leaning urban middle class. During this chaotic period, there were frequent mutinies, protests, and strikes. And many socialist political organizations were engaged in daily struggle and vied for influence. So what happened is the network of Soviets led by the socialists there was a split power structure is what happened and it caused all of this chaos okay, now the situation climaxed with the October revolution in 1917 a Bolshevik communist led armed insurrection by workers and soldiers in St. Petersburg overthrew the provisional government transferring all of authority to the communists in other words they got rid of the state's governments and took everything over to centralized control they soon relocated the capital to Moscow the communists then secured a strong base of support within the Soviets and 
the supreme governing party establishing a federal government dedicated to reorganizing the former empire into the world's first socialist state to practice Soviet democracy on a national and international scale. Now, when this happened, a civil war erupted because what happened is the people decided they weren't going to allow communists to take over and the communists decided they were going to go ahead and subdue the people and the Reds, the Bolsheviks, had a war against the whites. This is what they were called. Of course, that's what they're saying, too. All white people are bad, right? These were the counter-revolutionaries, the independent movements, and other socialist factions. In other words, the communists had a fight with the people who were the nationalists who wanted Russia to be left alone, who were primarily the white people and the people who were patriots. Okay? And the other socialist factions opposed to the Bolsheviks. If this fight continued for years, during which the Bolsheviks defeated both the whites and all rival socialists, the victorious, they reconstituted, reconstituted themselves as the Communist Party. They also established the Soviet power in the newly independent republics of Armenia, Azerbaijan, Belarus, Georgia, and Ukraine. They brought these jurisdictions of the unification under the Union of the Soviet Social Republics, in 1922. Now, guys, when they did this, they started killing people by the millions. And then Lenin died and Stalin took over. And then we had this Russia thing start with the Soviet Union in the early 1920s. This is the exact format they're doing right now. Pay attention to what they're doing. They're doing everything they can to get a contested election, to have half the states mad, half the states mad at the other half, and back and forth. I mean, James Carville last night, when basically it wasn't being decided the way it was supposed to be decided, and there were basically some questions of who was going to win, Carville said, Michigan, a red mirage. Put the razor blades and the Ambien back in the medicine cabinet. This guy's a hardcore socialist. In other words, if Trump wins, they're going to take razor blades and commit suicide and start sucking down Ambien that's in the medicine cabinet. I mean, this is what they're talking about right now. And this thing is going to turn into the hanging Chad mess that we had 20 years ago. But this time they've had 20 years to foment a civil war in the United States. Like I told you guys yesterday, whoever you voted for would have made any difference. This same outcome that we're having this morning was what we're going to have this morning. They're now finding ballots and cases and hundreds of thousands of votes stashed in suitcases, stashed in boxes. They're doing the exact same thing they did in Florida. The problem in Florida, they didn't have enough fake ballots set up on this last gubernatorial election we had in which DeSantis won. I mean, they were finding ballots everywhere. It's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. They made the same mistake in the last presidential election. They basically didn't have enough fraud set up for Hillary to win. And the American population so overwhelmed them in the voting machines and the voting booths by so many people showing up to vote for Trump and because of what happened with the Podesta files and the soul cooking and the blood drinking that Hillary basically was discredited. So all of this stuff they take into consideration, so much of it is based on algorithms on what the internet is saying and what people are believing and they do it through your social credit score which they've already established on you by the way they do it by what you view on Google they view it by what you see on TV they do it by 
knowing exactly who and what you're going to vote for. You know, they tell what do they tell you with Netflix? They can tell you after you you click on what a hundred movies or whatever, fifty movies, they can give you with a reasonable amount of accuracy what the next movie is you're going to watch. This is what they always do, guys. This is why they want to have the ability to monitor everything you do through Alexa, to listen to all of your conversations, listen to all of your to- telephone calls, which they already do with the NSA, so they can get a narrative based upon what they need to do in order to control the masses. This is how they do it. And now we're in the middle of another contested election, exactly what I told you was going to happen yesterday. And here we are. So we have all of these people that are the diehard Trump people, all of these people that are the diehard Biden people, and the bankers are sitting up there pulling the strings, laughing their satanic heads off. That's what this is. So don't blame this on the Democrats. Don't blame this on the Republicans. Don't blame this on Biden. Don't blame this on Trump. Don't blame this on your neighbor who basically didn't vote the way you thought they should vote. Blame this where the blame goes on the Kabbalists, the Luciferians. They're doing everything they possibly can to create as much chaos and confusion to bring in their new world order, their one world government, their one world currency, their one world religion under Lucifer. That's who's doing this. That's who's coming in and doing everything they can to take down the Republic. And as William Guy Carr said in his book, Pawns in the Game, that's exactly what we are. We're pawns in the game to be used to block, to defeat, to take down, to destroy, to eliminate all of the opposition, all of the pro stuff, just like the article I just read you from William Otto, from Otto Kahn, who built the second largest home in the United States, insanely wealthy from the Rothschild banking cartel. And he basically said they control the earth by its axis, and we're seeing that right now. They're trying to foment another Russian revolution to break the United States into sub-states, to break the United States down, to be able to to come in now and take your weapons. The only reason, Austin, we haven't had this happen 20, 30, 40 years ago in the United States, even back in the 60s, was we were too heavily armed because they tried to do the same mess back in the 60s with the communists, and they couldn't do it because we were too heavily armed. And now the USSR broke up. Reagan spent them into oblivion. But yet, here we are, the same guys who run the world banks still want the same results of their one-world communist government. Now, mind you, the communist one-world order they have isn't what you think it is. It's with 90% of us dead, okay, and the other 10% being slaves, and them being this basically top echelon just like you see in the Hunger Games. That's what they want. What do you think, Austin? I think you nailed it on the head. And also, too, as you said, you know, what happened in the 60s, they needed another 60, 70 years now to dumb down the populace some more and get people confused about which bathroom they need to go to and pump everybody full of BPA and estrogens and all these other drugs like glyphosate and atrazine and continue to break down the will and the aggression of the American populace. And that's exactly what we're seeing here now. And then in turn, 
push the left to continue to exacerbate as much violence, to push as much chaos as possible, and then blame the right for it. This is what you see now, and, and, and that nails on the head. It, and quite frankly, after I watched that last night, and because the main thing is, I was curious. I wanted to see how they were going to do this, and they did it. it. It was exactly about how I expected it to go, except even more blatant. You know, by one o'clock, dude, we're done counting. You know, polls have been closed for three, four hours. We're not going to count anymore. And then all of a sudden, you know, Wisconsin, Trump's got like a three percent lead, four percent lead in Wisconsin with like 91% reported, all of a sudden they open back up. Biden's got a 0.3% lead, and they reported like 94%, which is, I mean, it's mathematically impossible as far as with that many ballots or that few ballots coming in to give Biden that big of a lead. And so I was like, okay, that's it. Obviously, we're seeing what they're going to do now. And I think Dad's right. I think they're going to drag this out as long as they can. Because remember, every day, they drag this out, it's another what? It's a distraction. It's to keep everybody focused on what they want them to focus on. Every day everybody's going to be, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on in the United States? What's going on in the election? What's going on in the election? Everybody's looking at that. And at the same time, the banker boys, again, as always, are going to be becoming wealthier and wealthier by the day. And then again, we still haven't addressed what's going on with the complete and total fraud known as COVID-19. That's going to kind of disappear now for a week or two because, you know, people get burned out on it. People get burned out on it. Okay, they're going to play with this election for a little bit. They're going to shoot marbles with it. Oh, he's winning here. He's winning here. And it's it's blatant fraud. I mean, Trump was winning in states, completely winning, and they were calling it for Biden already. I was watching. I was like, this is is bizarre. I've never watched this before. I've never seen this happen. Like, they already know what's going to happen, even though Trump's got a lead. And I think Dad nailed it. They they already knew. They they had to run this election neck and neck as close as they could. So then when they start cheating, it's not as obvious. See, if Biden was at, you know, 90 electoral votes last night and Trump's like over 200, and then all of a sudden we wake up this morning and Biden's at 250, everybody's going to be like, okay, you guys can't get more obvious than that, can you? I mean, that was just stupid. So that's exactly what they've tried to do now. So it's very interesting to see. And then, of course, you had numerous, numerous riots last night, but not nearly as bad as I expected, to be honest with you. And I think that's because nothing has been solidified yet. Numerous instances in D.C. There's also another one, too, in Portland, Oregon, which doesn't surprise me. Portland, Oregon had a huge crowd of protesters go through residential neighborhoods, which is interesting, but it did not appear to be excessively violent, as they're known to be with some of these terrorist groups like BLM and Antifa. So at least... That was decent last night for the most part. I guess you could say decent, sad as that is. But I know a lot of Americans are prepared regardless. Also, too, in other news, this is something that's interesting. Daily Mail actually published this. said the FDA warns of false positive results from the COVID-19 diagnostics after nursing homes found some antigen tests incorrectly say people have coronavirus over 60% of the time, even when they're negative. Oh, imagine that. We've been saying this for months, and now the FDA has basically come out. They said Nevada officials are now ordering nursing homes to stop using the test made by Quiddell after finding they had a false positive rate over 60% 
and this is what I've been telling everybody for weeks and months, especially these clowns that are still running around terrified of COVID that are perfectly healthy, young, middle-aged adults. They're running around with a mask strapped to their face with a little, you know, face diaper they don't change out but once a week. Oh, my gosh. Got to social distance. Just pass safely. Stay six feet apart from everybody. And I'm like, dude, this whole bull crap we hear every day about new cases, new cases, new cases. It's all, it's all false flag. That's really what it's turned into now. It's all false flag. So be aware of it. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of sound mind. And that's why we tell everybody, dude, there's certain ingredients, certain nutrients that give you incredible benefits to your immune system, two of which being vitamin D and vitamin C. The D3, K2, 10,000 that we carry is incredibly strong. I've watched people's blood levels go up with that rapidly as they take it every week, including my wife's. The vitamin C, you microdose that multiple times a day. You just don't get sick. Like myself, I rarely ever get sick unless you know I get exposed to something really, really gnarly, and then it's usually pretty short, short-winded at that. There's certain things that God gave us, certain nutrients, certain knowledge that gives us the ability to maintain a healthy immune system that God blessed us with. And it's crazy to continue to see some of these individuals now that are raining and raving. Everybody's got to get a vaccine. A vaccine for what? For COVID-19 that we haven't really even isolated yet, that we're testing with, with tests that are giving false positives. So we need to rush through a RNA vaccine with six months of testing and push it on the American populace to the tune of tens of billions of dollars, taxpayer money that's having to fund Operation Warp Speed. Really? Does nobody else find that even just slightly strange? Again, this is what's being done behind the scenes, and now they're pushing this entire... Basically, it's a civil war narrative is what they're doing. It's two sides. You know, north-south is basically what we're reaching again. Okay, this, this group is for this. This group is for that. Let's see how much chaos we can dump in the middle and figure out what the, the pressure point is, what the boiling point is, and that's exactly what they're doing. And now, of course, Portland, we're talking about earlier, they're constantly having the riots, and they had 100 days straight. So what they do yesterday, they vote, and they are the first state now to decriminalize Scheduled One drugs, including heroin and meth and cocaine, which I found to be very interesting. Um, the thing about this is, you guys know, I'm very libertarian on some things. Um, you know, if people want to do something, they can do it, as long as it's not involving other people. They're saying now that if you get caught with these drugs, you basically pay a fine and go to a community uh, rehab center, an addiction recovery center that will be funded by the dollars that come from the legalized marijuana industry they have over there. So this will be a social experiment to see what happens in Oregon. Oregon's probably going to get really dumbed down really fast. Heroin is not a compound that needs to be used by anybody under any circumstances. Neither is meth. Now, cannabis, that's a different story. I've told you guys my stance on that before. There's some very, very strong benefits in long-term research, especially when it comes to CBD, so I've talked to you guys about before about the organic CBD that we basically carry that a lot of people have gotten great results from. There's many benefits to that. You start dealing with some of these really, really hardcore drugs, it, guys, there's no, there's no really recreational aspect of heroin. I mean, it's not like, oh, man, I'm going to go do heroin this month when I go out, and I'll be good for the rest of the year. That doesn't really ever happen. So, I mean, to decriminalize it and not throw heroin users in prison for five years for possession, do I agree with that? Yes. To completely decriminalize it and pretty much encourage people to use these compounds? Absolutely not. 
you know, that's just not something that I think is going to have any positive impact in Oregon, especially as they're already completely and totally chaotic. And, of course, Florida um, voted for the Amendment uh, 2 yesterday, if you guys saw that. That's the $15 an hour minimum wage. And what's so silly about that, it even said on the ballot, big block bold letters, it says right on the ballot, this amendment is going to have a negative income aspect to the state of Florida, meaning the state of Florida is more than likely going to have to get federal funds now to try to stay fiscally solvent because this is going to essentially bankrupt us, so to speak, because it's not feasible. You can't start all of a sudden paying people $15 an hour to sweep a floor at McDonald's and keep prices and costs and the cost of living at a nominal rate. And so I, I really was hoping that was not going to go through, but of course it passed because you have so many people now that have moved down here that want that socialist welfare ideology pushed. And that's, it doesn't matter what you bring to the table. It doesn't matter how valuable you are to the marketplace. I deserve this much money because I deserve it. And the issue with it is they have no idea the impact, especially on small businesses, that this causes, especially increasing the overall overhead and payroll significantly all across the board. Dad, what do you think? Well, at least they're bringing it in incrementally. I mean, they're, with a 98% of the precincts reporting more than yes. 61% of the voters approved the legislation, which increases the minimum wage to from 8.56 to 10 dollars per hour starting September the 30th. 2021. So we have almost a year for that. And then it raises it $1 each year until 2026. It's insanity is what it is. I mean, because you have, let me give you an example. You have all of these kids out there that are basically useless as far as when it comes to working. They're just useless. Yep. They, they, they don't have any training whatsoever. I mean, I've had people who've worked for me who tell me they have all of these skill sets as far as in construction and everything else. And then you basically say, okay, we need to paint something today. These are maintenance people. And they say, oh, I've never painted. And you're like, what do you mean? Can you cut a, Can you cut in a straight line? No, I've never done that. I mean, can you, you know how to open a can of paint? No, I've never done that. And now we're going to have to find a way to pay these people $15 an hour. Now, mind you, I understand that they've, the bankers have, inflated the standard of living to a point where it's almost impossible now to live on a minimum wage of around $9 an hour. I got that. I mean, I mean, yeah. I understand that. But the problem is is that you have to have some type of internship or apprenticeship available to these workers in which they don't have to get paid $15 an hour because if you don't do that, people can't hire them. You know, I mean, if you have to continually watch somebody and you're paying them $15 an hour or $600 a week, you know, and all of a sudden you find yourself doing the work because they don't know what they're doing, then why are you paying them $15 an hour? And what's going to happen is business owners are just going to say no. And we're going to see massive increase in costs with food because these grocery stores don't pay $15 an hour starting salary. We're going to see massive increased costs in food, massive increased costs in everything, because we're subsidizing the $15 an hour. Now, this is all part of the communist mantra mindset. Because, you know, Jim Rohn, a good friend of mine, but he's dead now. You know, he's, I'm, I hope I praise in heaven. He did a lot of seminars with me back in the 90s. 
And I listened to his audio recordings many, many times. You can find him online under YouTube, Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. They once asked him about minimum wage and if it should be raised, and he goes, it already is raised. And they said, what do you mean by that? You about that back then when he's doing the tape of $2 an hour? And he goes, because there's no cap set on the top end. Whatever your worth is what you bring to the marketplace. Whatever you're worth based upon your training and your education is what you bring to the marketplace, and the marketplace adjusts your salary accordingly. In other words, if you don't know how to paint, if you don't know how to do anything, you've got to be trained, and so you have very little value to the marketplace. And so you have to go through an apprenticeship, through a training protocol to figure this out. Until you do that, you basically are a cost to your employer. And this is what the communists has done, have done with this minimum wage stuff. They've raised it down to $15 an hour in Florida, which absolutely blows my mind. It just tells you that people don't understand what they're doing and the adverse effect it's going to have, and they really don't care because they're voting. What we did is we allowed people who weren't making $15 an hour to force us to pay them $15 an hour by putting it on the ballot. That's what we did. Yep. <laughs> okay. And so, so now, now, so now we're going to have to do that, which is going to be insane. But that just is what it is. Now, let's talk also about Oregon and their heroin. They're going to have a fit with DEA. I mean, the federal government is going to go insane. The federal government went insane with cannabis being legalized in many states. We're not talking yeah, about did. cannabis anymore. <laughs> We're talking about heroin. All right? Sharon's half-brother died of a heroin overdose about six years ago over in Orlando on Colonial Driveway, which is also known as Heroin Highway. And so... Heroin is not something that, you know, can be taken lightly. You can die from an overdose. It will stop your heart. It will kill you deader than a grizzly bear. All right? But now they've legalized it. Now, I don't know where they're planning on selling it from, if they're going to have places they are going to have dispensaries for heroin. I mean, this is insanity. Or if you're going to have to buy it off the street and you get caught with it and you don't go to jail because it's no longer illegal, well, are they going to allow it to be imported into the state? How's it going to go across state lines? How are people going to get it in? So this is a problem, guys. So Oregon, again, remember this is where Portland is and all of these basically democratically controlled hell holes where they have all of this rioting. They're going to have to make a decision on what they're going to do as far as this regulation of how they're going to get it into the country. you got Washington going for Biden. you got Seattle in full-blown riots with unbelievable liberal stuff in Seattle and in Washington. You got Oregon going for Biden, no surprise there. You got California, which that was that's kind of a joke. Nevada's still up in the air. And then you've got Colorado, which because of all the influx of the California people bringing all their liberal ideology into a once wonderful state, you got Colorado going for Biden. And this this list goes on and on. The entire southern states, it's like Austin said. Georgia, Alabama, of course now they're contesting Georgia, which is ridiculous. You got South Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Texas, Florida, Kansas, Missouri, Kentucky. I mean, you got all these countries in the southern portion of the United States that are going, hey, we're not going to let this happen again. We're voting for Trump. All right? But then you get all the northern states that are controlled by these cabalists and by these liberals. Voting again, you got Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, New York, okay, Minnesota, Wisconsin's in, you know, up in the air again. And all of a sudden, here we are, back to the Hegelian dialectic, the problem, action, solution. The problem is we have a split government. 
The problem is we have a split people. The problem is we have a non-functional republic. Oh, there's your problem. There's your problem. The action is revolution. The solution, communism, a one-world government. It's all being done right in front of us. But that's what I like about this show. I really do. I like listening to our show when I'm driving down the road because it's not what I want to hear myself. I love hearing Austin's commentaries, and I love listening to see if I could have made something a little bit more clear. But I'm not going to play that game. I had somebody already all mad at me this morning, send me a text, you know, about, you know, Trump in this election fiasco we've got going on. And I said, this is exactly what they want us to do. They want us to be torn up on the inside so we start battling each other. Well, if you'd have done this, this would have happened. If I'd have done this, this would have happened. No, 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 stop. This thing's rigged, guys. You know, it's rigged. That's why I didn't watch it last night. The last election was rigged. The difference was that the polls were overwhelmed by Trump supporters because of the hatred for Hillary Clinton. See, the, the Trump supporters, they don't hate they don't hate Joe Biden as much. Joe Biden is just a babbling buffoon who's senile. That's all he is. Who's a sniffer. Who's probably a pedophile. Okay? So their hatred towards him is not like it was with Hillary. That's probably why they didn't put Hillary in his place. Because they could have easily done that. They could have said basically he's senile three or four months ago and they started sending out the ballots. They could have said, oh, what we're going to do is go ahead and put Hillary up. Have this start going on. But they didn't do all that. All of this stuff is orchestrated and planned out by algorithms. It's all based on algorithms, like I said at the beginning of the show. But guys, you know, just remember this. You know, Jim Rohn said one time in one of his audio tapes, he said, people get so caught up in politics. And he goes, what's going to happen if the Republicans win? What's going to happen when the Democrats win? And he goes, not much. Think about that for a second. Trump's dropped more bombs in his four years than Obama did in his eight years. I talked about this yesterday. Trump hasn't locked Hillary up, and neither will Joe Biden. That's not going to happen. Trump is a Zionist. So is Joe Biden. Nothing's going to change from a political standpoint because it's being controlled by the international banking community and the Kabbalists. That's who controls Congress. That's who controls the judiciary. And that's who controls these national elections. Because these guys control these major, major issues, just like the same guys control the betting in the NFL on pretty much all the games, all the major college games. We are being completely controlled by organized crime. That's what this is. The Russian mafia, the Chinese mafia, the Jewish mafia, the Italian mafia, running all of their drugs, all of their money, all of their proceeds through the international banking cartels who control the world. That's what's going on. So don't get yourself in a knot. Don't do that. It doesn't make one bit of difference if you stay up all stressed out about this. They're playing a game with you right now. They're messing with your head is what they're doing with all of this stuff. They've already decided who's going to win this election. And rather you get sleep or you don't get sleep or whether you get stressed out or you don't get stressed out or you raise your blood pressure you don't raise your blood pressure it doesn't make any difference they're going to do what they want to do you remember this thing this is the day the Lord hath made and I will rejoice and I will be glad in it I will the Bible says who by worrying can add a single moment to their life that's the truth listen to me friends they want to create maximum disunity they want to create maximum friction that's what all of this is about. Don't play their stupid game. That's why I went to bed last night at 10 o'clock. 
Don't allow them to mess with your head. I'm just being honest with you guys here. Just trust in Jesus. He's the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter of our faith. You know, he's the Lamb of God. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Counselor. He's the Good Shepherd. He's our Savior. We do not have, nor will we ever have, a political solution to a spiritual problem and a spiritual rot that we have in the United States. Stay prayed up. Teach your family about Christ. Continue to try to get your pastor to wake up. Try to shake the, shake some sense into these pansies in the pulpit. Do everything you can that way. But don't allow them to mess with you, to yank you, or cause you stress or grief. Like I said, my friend who's dead now, last time when Trump won, his wife laid on the floor because she was supporting Hillary. She literally flipped and flopped on the floor for two or three weeks, screaming and crying hysterically, completely incapable of even functioning. Oh, yeah, that's how they get. Like, what did Carville say? Put the razor blades away? Put the ambient away? Like, you're going to commit suicide? But you're weirdos is what these people are. Why? Because we've allowed them, like Austin said, to be reprogrammed. Because they don't have the Holy Spirit living in them. They don't have the peace which passes all understanding. To keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, which all of us have to do now as Christians. They don't have that. They're trying to force their will, their satanic agenda of bigenders and hermaphrodites and weirdos and homosexuality and heroin and organ legalized. I mean, what the heck? They're trying to pass all of this stuff to create their satanic one world order. That's what they're trying to do. But guys, we don't have to participate in that. Stay firm in the faith that you have in Christ Jesus. He's the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter of all of this stuff. We're just passing through, Austin. What do you think? That's that's really well said. And, I mean, I do encourage everybody, and this is what we try to do on the show, is that, you know, give people information, give people truth, give people hope with a lot of this stuff, and try to wake up other individuals because you're exactly right. I mean, that there's so many people that are, I mean, you can see it as far as the riots last night. So many, it's not going to stop. I mean, this is going to continue to go on and on and on. They're probably going to take this thing to where it's like, you know, Trump or Biden has like 271 and the other guy has 269 or something stupid. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna fudge the numbers significantly. They've already shown us that. They've already shown us that in Wisconsin now. They've had more votes. If you, I've seen that. They've had more votes than registered voters in Wisconsin. Remember that happened in California four years ago? All of a sudden, you know, there's like 400,000 registered voters in this one county, and there's like 520,000 votes. Well, how does that work out? I don't know. It's just, you got people, dead people voting, dogs voting, babies voting, you know, cats voting. Everybody's voting out here. That's what they're going to do because they, they have to figure out ways to control the narrative. Exactly what Dad said. Also, to in other news, this is interesting. The CDC now has pretty much made an unprecedented move by stopping the tracking of the influenza flu for the 2020-2021 flu season. This is interesting now. It basically shows on their website, does the CDC know the exact number of people who die from the seasonal flu each year? Now it says the CDC does not know how many people die from seasonal flu each year. Wait a minute. 
all their graphs, all their charts, they always show numerous accounts of what the average person, average people die from the flu every year. Now they've completely recanted it and say, well, we basically are not sure, so we're not even keeping track anymore. Why? Because the flu is COVID. COVID is the flu. That's what we got. We got another form of another virus that came in because people cannot know that the flu every year is essentially a controlled virus that's released. That's my personal opinion. And I have numerous other scientists and doctors that I've talked to that have shared that same argument and that same you know, context as far as what we're talking about. Nobody's ever been able to explain to me how every single year at the exact same time, as soon as people start getting jabbed and get nasal sprays of a flu vaccine, every single year, all of a sudden, the flu starts popping up and people get deathly ill from the flu. Why, why does that happen? So the flu just, what is it, just migrate? Just migrates. Oh, you know what? It's time to hop up here. I'm going to jump to the United States. It's September 1st. Time to make my presence known. We're going to run around. No, I don't, I don't, I've never believed that. I've never understood that concept of why all of a sudden we just have the seasonal flu. Where's patient zero with flu? Hmm? Where they, they, they tried to figure that out with COVID. Who's the first person that gets the flu and spreads it? Where does it come from? just shows up out of thin air, just happens to recirculate every year. But it also happens to coincide the exact same time everybody starts getting these injections intermuscularly and basically get the denatured live flu virus in their nose, shoved up their nose in their nasal cavity. I mean, how stupid do you have to be to go to get that? I don't want to get the flu. Okay, come here. Guess what? We have a nasal spray. We're going to shove this up your nose and inject it right into your sinuses, and it's basically a denatured live flu virus. But hey, hey, listen. The CDC said you won't get the flu from it, and you can't shed the flu from it, even though it's a live flu virus, because we said so. Trust us. It's okay. It won't do anything. All of a sudden, a month later, flu deaths, flu cases through the roof. Well, the problem is now that doesn't go anymore, because now if people start testing positive for the flu, they're, not, they're no longer a COVID patient. So they have to pick one, and of course, COVID is way more important right now for their agenda and their narrative for pushing the COVID vaccine and pushing the COVID pass, which they already started, I told you guys about, weeks ago at the Heathrow Airport. Heathrow Airport's gone full-blown totalitarian, biometric locks all over the place now as far as biometric stops. Can't get in without doing full facial recognition scanning multiple times when you go through the pass to the uh, airport. That's where this all is going. That's what they wanted it to do. That's why I've continued to tell everybody, stand your ground and set your convictions where you need to be. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Do not be forced to do anything against your will. You're an American. You're a Christian. I know a lot of our listeners are. You're a free man. Free men don't have to ask permission. Free women don't have to ask permission. Always remember that. You have the ability to consent, and that's what they're trying to remove through fear by saying, listen, you're going to have to get this COVID vaccine because it's so dangerous. The COVID's so dangerous. What about the COVID vaccine and all the trials that we've seen? The one with what, AstraZeneca. The guy got so sick they had to pause the trial because he basically got an inflammation disorder of the spinal column going completely paralyzed. Paralyzed. Couldn't function. No bowel movement, stuck in bed basically on a you know a feeding tube. You can't, can't function, you can't go to the bathroom on your own. You're on a diaper because of a vaccine. Really? I, I think I'll take catching COVID in the wild. I'll wait, I already have. Got over in like two or three days. 
understand what they're doing with the narrative right now and what they're doing with this election and what they're about to try to do to cause as much strife. And I'm with Dad. Don't, don't allow this to ruin relationships with your friends or family. They were saying that the other day now in an article. They were trying to push, you know, so-and-so. The X amount of people now have basically disavowed their families because they're voting for this. I mean, if you have a family member that votes for Biden, they're they're a moron. But they're still your family, and you still have to love them, even though they're a moron. You don't have to basically associate with them all the time. But if it's your family, you still got to love them. Doesn't mean they're going to make good decisions. Doesn't mean you have to support their decisions. But it's still your family. So again, always remember that. Thank you again for supporting Health Masters. What's your next story, Dad? You know, also I wanted to say one thing real quick about what you just said about not allowing this to be divisive. Guys, that's exactly what they want it to be. Yeah. Think about what's happening around you right now. Trump has signed 5G fast track. Trump has fast signed, you know, warp speed vaccinations to inject you with an RNA vaccine. We've got D-wave computers being set up to attach us to an interdimensional interface. We've got, you know, Israel wanting to go in and attack Iran, and we're going to be supporting them to do that. We've got Congress completely and totally compromised by the homosexual lifestyle, child pedophile lifestyle, drug lifestyle, bribery lifestyle that was brought to us by MI6, CIA, Mossad, Jeffrey Epstein, and the Klan. We've got all of this stuff happening right now, and they want you to think that what they control with the Diebold election machines is your fault or your neighbor's fault or your friend's fault because they didn't vote the way you wanted them to and they voted for Biden. That's what they wanted you to think. They wanted to create maximum division. Remember they did the same thing in the Civil War in the United States. you got to go back and look at history. Slavery was not even a major issue in the Civil War. It was states' rights. But they made slavery an issue during and after and before the war because they wanted to create as much negative energy as they possibly could. These guys are magicians, they're Satanists, they're wizards, they're witches. They see all of this as energy transference, all of it. And they're trying to create as much chaos and hatred and bitterness as they possibly can. You know, I, I've learned a long time ago. That's why I told you guys the other day, Vote for whoever you want to vote for. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. Just if you're going to have to vote for Biden, I ask you to get a psychiatrist involved. That's what I said the other day. I can't be more clear. Ah. But 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 you know here. But here's the thing. That's what they want. They want you and me and our listeners and other peoples and other conservatives and other Democrats and other Republicans and they want you to be in a big frenzy about this because when you're in a frenzy about this, they can play the shell game behind the back. They continue to put the 5G towers in. They continue to work on Operation Warp Speed. They continue to collapse the economy. They continue to push minimum wage to $15 an hour in the state of Florida. They continue to do all of this stuff behind your back, and you don't even realize they're doing it because you're too preoccupied with playing the game as far as being stressed out with what they've done. That's what they want here, guys. They want you to be at your friend's back. I mean, we've got people in families now that are leaving states, breaking family units up because of this. I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding you. And this is exactly what they want. A divided people are easier to conquer, and that's what they're doing here. 
It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democratic or Independent or Libertarian. It doesn't make any difference. It's your right as a person who lives in a republic. They don't want you to have that right anymore, and they're going to do everything they possibly can to destroy it. But don't allow this to come between you and your friends. I mean, there's no reason to do it. Look at what Tucker just said. You're either with Trump or you're with the disgusting ruling class. You're either with the terrorists or you're with us. Well, who said that? That was George W., right? They can't even change their mantras, their mottos. Trump said, I mean, Tucker says, you're either with Trump or you're with the disgusting ruling class. Wait a minute. Who's the president? Isn't he part of the ruling class? But now he's the disgusting ruling class? Why don't you call it like it is, Tucker? Why don't you do what, Bill, what Glenn Beck did, who I don't even like, but he did call it out. He straight called out the doggone international Kabbalist bankers, the international Federal Reserve banks, and was promptly thrown off Fox. But you don't want to do that, Tucker, do you? Because you're part of the problem. Don't get me wrong. I like probably 90% of what you say. But you do it to create partisanship. You do it to create division. You don't do it because you're telling people the truth, which it is. You're doing it to create maximum negative energy. That's why you're doing it. You're either with Trump or you're with the disgusting ruling class. Wow. I mean, it doesn't get any more clear than that, guys. How in the world can we sit here and think that this is going to be okay? Let's go to Israel for a second here. This is Breitbart the other day, two days ago. And it says, the Jews are praying at the tomb of the patriarchs for the lover of Israel, Donald Trump, to win the re-election. Jews held prayers for the re-election of Donald Trump at the tomb of the patriarchs in Hebron. Sholomo Neman said the Gush Itan Regional Council called Trump a lover of Israel. During his first term, we obtained unprecedented approvals from the U.S. administration led by Trump after painful building freezes by his predecessor, Barack Obama. Trump is a president who cares about the state of Israel, and it's important for us that he continues for another term, he added. The head of the Republicans in Israel, Mark Zell, pointed to the significance of the Jewish holy site which is the burial site of the biblical patriarchs Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and matriarchs Sarah, Rebecca, and Leah. Rachel is buried at a separate holy site. Today's service was very moving for me to be in the presence of our founding fathers and our founding mothers who are buried in the tomb in Hebron was very special and to thank Donald Trump for bringing so many blessings to Israel. Guys, think through all of this. Israel is a fiefdom of the Rothschild banking cartel. Then he goes on to say, we are delighted to give thanks to the Lord Almighty and to Donald Trump for everything he's done for all the peoples of the Middle East. It's a dream of a lifetime, Zell added. Now, guys, here's the thing. What are they going to do with all of this stuff? Are they going to twist it sideways? Are they going to twist it backwards? It doesn't matter. It's all going to get twisted. All of it. Why? Because they want to create the world that they want through their Kabbalah and through their snake god. That's all of this is. So stay tuned. You know, this is going to be a slow motion election. This is going to go on for weeks, like the hanging Chaz did in Florida until the Supreme Court got involved. This is where we are again. 
because that way, if they make it drag out, they're going to get maximum friction. No matter who they decide is going to win, they're going to have maximum friction that this is a contested, rigged election to do everything they can to precipitate a civil war. What do you think, Oz? I think you nailed it on the head. <laughs> that's, that's where this is going to go. I mean, I was just looking at something earlier, and there was 130,000 ballots that came into Michigan overnight, and 100% were Biden. Literally, overnight, Trump did not get one single vote with over 130,000 ballots coming in. Not one single vote. Every single vote was Biden. And I was kind of laughing because, again, that's what I was talking about before. They're blatantly doing this because they want to make it this extremely tight contested election, like you just said, because it continues to keep the narrative going. It continues to be a distraction for the bread and circus for the masses, so to speak. This is our this is our gladiatorial sport. You know, this is, this is it with the Coliseum now. Everybody's going to sit and be distracted for another two or three weeks. And remember, all the while this is going on, you got Pfizer, you got Johnson and Johnson, you got AstraZeneca, you got Moderna, you got all these big pharma companies pushing out a vaccine as fast as possible. I can pretty much tell you with all certainty, within the next couple of weeks, we're going to hear about a vaccine being approved and rolling out warp speed as fast as it can go. Because, see, once they do it during the election time, this whole ridiculous drug-out contested election, what's going to happen is people aren't going to be as diametrically opposed to it because they're going to be distracted on what else is going on with this election. So they're not going to be as vocal about this vaccine. All of a sudden, this vaccine is just going to be here. You watch. It's going to happen. It's just going to, whoop, FDA approved it. Here it is, ready to go at your store. Walgreens, go get your COVID vaccine right now. It's going to be like, where'd that come from? There'll be no accountability, as there already has been done. So, again, thank you, my friends, for getting this information out there. Continue to wake people up and talk to them about the truth. Try to keep their eyes open and seeing through the smoke that has become so dense now, like a fog on this country, that a lot of people cannot realize what's happening. And I, I understand it. It's confusing. And that's the point of what it's supposed to be. Out of chaos and confusion, basically, they want to bring a new world order. That's the only way to do it. You've got to make it as chaotic as possible so finally people are like, dude, just make it stop. Just calm down. Just go back to some type of level of normality. And that's what they've used COVID for this year. COVID was so well planned this year. I got to give them that. From a from a psyop, I mean, COVID was absolutely well played and well planned this year. As a piece of crap they are, they did this on purpose. But then they nailed it perfectly. And the sad part is, so many people have bought into the lie and are running around like scared little sheep with masks stuffed on their face because they're afraid they're going to get sick while they're walking down the sidewalk by themselves in downtown Auburndale. They give me a break. Ugh. Makes me just ugh, ridiculous. Thank you, my friends, again, though, for the support. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com. We are open and we'll always be open for as long as we can physically be open. And we're, again, here to help you guys out with the best nutritional supplementation we can possibly get. The vitamin C, the D3, the thyroid support, the iodine, our molecular potassium iodine, just one product of the week. So that will be going up in the next hour. If you guys want to stock up on that, iodine is crucial for the immune system and for the thyroid and also can block out radiation exposure in some cases. So again, be sure to check that out on the website. And we still have, we just got another batch of the fresh organic food buckets in. So be sure to check those out. The four-pack special, the two-pack special, or just one bucket, as many as you want. We're continuing to keep everybody stocked up and ready 
for what may occur over the next coming weeks and months. So again, thank you for the support. If you need anything, feel free to give us a call. 1-800-726-1834. And uh, just be, be ready for this, guys. I mean, because they're going to continue to push this with Michigan and Wisconsin and New York, or not New York, North Carolina and PA. This is gonna this is gonna go on. They're gonna keep pushing this and keep scamming this. And the thing is, as soon as Donald Trump calls it out for being a scam, then Biden's gonna come in and say, Oh no, 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 no. You're just trying to hold the country hostage and you don't want to let loose of your grip of power. And this the guys, this is the narrative. It's like a it's like a paid boxing match. That's what they're going to do. This why you know Biden comes out last night, comes out with, "Oh, we're winning, we're doing really well." The Trump comes out and says, "No, they're basically cheating. We're going to win." Guys, it's the script, it's the narrative, it's what they're following, it's what they want everything to do. I, I did not think it would be this blatant last night. I knew they were going to cheat, but it even kind of shocked me to the level of what they're doing when they stop counting votes after three hours. So again. Stay strong, stay frosty, continue to stay prepped up on anything. Please keep exercising, keep your immune system strong, keep your endurance and cardiovascular strong. A lot of different supplements we have that can help increase that as well in conjunction with good nutrition and exercise regimen. So thank you again for the support. Have an awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.